Marketing and selling is essential in your online business. And when you have the right strategies and mindset, you not only can make a lot of money, but you can change a lot of lives. Welcome to the Online Marketing Podcast, where we help course creators, membership owners, and coaches market and sell their offers. We're your hosts, Paul and Melissa Pruitt. Let's dive in and get started. Welcome to the Mastermind Series, where you get to experience Paul and Melissa and their mastermind brainstorming and sharing different ideas on marketing and sales. So here we go, Mike. Let's go. Let's go for it. Hey, guys. I was just curious to get your opinion on what kind of budgets you need to be working with when it comes to Facebook ads to make them work mm-hmm. efficiently. I've been experimenting with Facebook ads for a while, but I've been pretty limited on my budget and spending about like right now, I think I'm at like, like eight bucks a day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing that it is generating some leads, but it's basically just not converting enough that Facebook is optimizing properly. You know, it stays stuck in the learning phase. And I know that that's also preventing me from being able to running multiple ad sets and split testing things that that way. So just wanted to get your opinion on kind of what budgets you should optimally be working with. And if there's any other suggestions you guys might have in terms of how to optimize ads when you're working with a limited budget. That's great. So anybody want to give some input? Anybody have a ads experience? Everyone's like, (laughs) (laughs) no. I'll turn this one to you. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead, Lisa. Okay. So I've learned quite a bit from you, Paul, in your course that you had, and from you personally. But one of the things that you had told me was that you want to break it down so that there's a different budget for your cold audience and another budget for the warm audience. Mm -hmm. So as you're going, you're leveraging, I guess that retargeting, mm-hmm. but I'm going to let you speak. Cause that, I guess that's all that I don't know what I'm talking about. Becoming the Facebook ninja. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Does anybody else have uh, anything? Oh, Angel. Go ahead. Yeah. So I'm going to share my depth of hope in Facebook ads, but it it could be reborn in the future. So I signed up for another program and they basically said you need uh, like $20 a day and to test your short copy, medium copy and long copy. And you want to set aside about a thousand dollars to really optimize Facebook. And that part wasn't what turned me off. It was just kind of the testing, but I was testing and I still didn't know what was happening. So I tapped out and I'm focusing on organic for now I just wanted to share my experience no it's it's good it's got I'm sure you're not alone with feeling that tapping out (laughs) so for me when it comes to Facebook ads I wanted to be an ATM machine not a slot machine so I want to go to that and if it does cost me some money to use a mechanism I want to get a return on my investment I want to pull money out I don't want to go there and hope and pray and stare at this thing and pull it like a slot machine hoping they're going to make it or not. And a lot of us go into it and that's the outcome a lot of times. Now, if you really want to optimize your ads in general, then everything that we talked about up till now, you could do the influencing things that would actually be your time and your expertise, like your energy, equity, you know, your resource, and then solely only put your ad budget because it's limited in your warm audience that already got to your lead magnet or got to your your thank you page of your lead magnet. Because at least they have self-selected that they 
have interest in the thing that is aligned. Now, where we see a lot of people mess up is they got, we all, here's the problem with all of us in general, and I say this generally, we all know too much information about our thing. We have too much expertise, we have too much knowledge, we have too much, and then what we wanna do is we wanna like verbally vomit everything all over everybody to prove that we are smart. And then what happens is we forget how things were when we were back all the way at that stage where we're trying to attract people. And we don't want every, when you're at the first step, you don't wanna, you're, you're looking at just jumping the hurdle that's in front of you, you're not staring at the entire racetrack. You know what I mean? And some of us give the whole racetrack to people right out the gate and we overwhelm, we, we freak them out. So what we have to do is we have to make sure when you know what your paid thing is, when you really truly, and you know, like it answered, you see people on the Facebook group, you did the research, you see them talking about this stuff all the time. They, this is a pain point and it is a pain point they're willing to pay for a solution for very key because not all pain points. Like, you know, if I, and I, if I get a little hangnail, it's going to be painful, but no company has just made money off of me. I'm going to deal with it. But if I got a gashing hole in my finger, I'm going to go get a Band-Aid and Band-Aid just, I just use their product. Like I'm willing to pay for the Band-Aid and antiseptic, but I'm not willing to do it because it's a, it's a gaping hole. It's a bigger problem. So make sure your problem is something people are willing to pay for. Because I, I think that's missed a lot of times in this space. But when you know, like this is like a problem that people are willing to pay for based on your research your lead magnet should bridge people to your paid program. Your tripwire, your lead magnet, whatever the thing is, your launch, your challenge, I don't care what it is, whatever mechanism, it needs to bridge, it needs to set people up so they desire your paid program. This is where people mess up. They're just like, hey, I'm smart. I'm gonna come up with this lead magnet because you know, I'm really smart and people, they're gonna love it. And then they jam it into the market and people are like, no, I don't like that. We've done this. So. I don't. Yeah, we, we've done this. We've done this. We've done this through the years. So what are they already asking for? What do they already want? What's their burning desire? And can you make sure that it is set up in a way that while you're giving value and you deliver, so like that lead magnet that they do get for free. So I want you to think about this. Melissa, and I'm going to use her example just so you have context instead of this just being in theory, because we've thought this through very meticulously and we tested ourselves, but with the end product being Instapost, that's the paid program. Now that is a daily deliverable. Okay. So it's a daily deliverable social media posts, you know, ideas, right? The prompts. So since that's a daily deliverable, what would be the right thing to put in front of it that if somebody got the freebie, they would be perfectly in line and naturally would want the next thing, which is the paid product. And that is our lead magnet, 52 Conversation Catalysts, which is one little line inside of the daily deliverable of Instaposts. Because we have a line that says Conversation Catalyst, there's 365 of them, okay? That's inside over here. So if they come over here, and I want you to think about this in different kinds, because when you put it into the real world, it starts to make sense. We used to live across the street from a local regional mall, really busy. And there's one place in the food court always has a line, always, always, maybe not right now, because we're all social distancing, but in general, always has a line. It's because they give a free sample of what they sell. 
So they create desire. You got the taste in your, you're like, oh, it's a free sample. This is cool. And you want to walk right by it. And we have a local friend, Donna Duffy, that's on here in a Sukihana. <laughs> and you know, you see a line there. So you're laughing. So, so here's the thing is that they do that. That's their lead magnet. That's their real world lead magnet. They give you a taste. Now, where a lot of us make a mistake is we give the entire meal as our lead magnet. Now, if that lady sat at the front of the line while you walk by Sukihana and she's like, here's a plate, eat it. You would have no reason to get in line and to pay for a meal because you'll walk away and you'll be satisfied, right? But I'm in the food court. Okay, so I basically raised my hand. I'm the right traffic. So I'm walking by, I get detoured. The traffic already exists. I'm getting detoured because of this freebie. So hey, free, free food. Like everybody's like, yeah, there's toothpicks. They're like, you know, it's probably something different now. I'm sure because masks and everything. So, but what it is, is you grab it. Now you have a taste of it in your mouth. Now you desire more. So what is it that you have that is a freebie that would bridge people to desire more? They would naturally, they would be straight in line. Like it just, it's like a no brainer. But, but what happens, a lot of people, you have your paid offer over here, and then the lead magnets are just so random. Like they, they do not lead you directly into that. Now, what you also do with your lead magnet is you embed, you hear this as seeding, embedding, we used to call it pre-framing. You seed your paid offer, you create the desire in your freebie. Oh my goodness, if you love 52 Conversation Catalysts, which is one post per week, you are gonna love InstaPost, where we help you every single day. You can wake up every day and not even, this is like having a best friend whisper in your ear to tell you what to say on social media today. It's perfectly aligned. It's the next step. So look at that when you look at your lead magnets, because then when somebody comes into your lead magnet, we come back to the original question, spend your money on retargeting the people that get to the thank you page. Why do the general earth, you know, like why are you spending money on 7 billion people or the 2 billion on Facebook or whatever? Why just not spend the money just on the people that raised their hand and said, yep, I need exactly what you're, you're given. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I've just been always putting ads out to my lead magnet instead yeah. of actually following up on the back end. Like I've got the whole sequence and everything like you talked about earlier, but you know, I haven't really been running ads for my warm traffic. So yeah, that makes Dude, sense. I'm telling you, that's where all the money is. Mm-hmm. When I used to own my real estate company, I used to go into the different offices each day during the week and new agents would sit down around the table and they would pick my brain on a daily basis. It's kind of what we do with our office hours these days. We call them got a minutes. And so what would happen, the, the agents would sit down, these brand new ones, and they'd like, how do I drum up business? Where, where do I? And I told them, I was like, do you want the honest answer? You want to, you want to have business just like that? I was like, go in, go in the back and dig through all the garbage cans and get all the post-it notes and the index cards of all the people that have called our office in the past 30 days that our agents have not followed up with properly. And you'll make more money than all of them combined. And I used to call it trash can leads because we spend so much time, energy, and effort to try to create somebody new. And we like run over people like a steamroller mm-hmm. and not take care of the people that are already in our front. We look at everybody like they're a number and none of us want to be treated like a number, but ironically, as soon as we get into internet marketing, we treat everybody that way. Mm-hmm. And that's why so many people don't do well. That's why they fail. 
And what's interesting, if you look in the thought leader space, the reason why they have such high conversions is because they're all emailing for each other. That means they already have social proof. Like when you get a referral, it's a no brainer. People are going to sign up, right? Because a third party said, hey, you love me. You're going to love my friend. But then all of us follow these methods and we're like, we're trying to create these people ourselves and we're trying to do the same thing all these influencers are doing. And it's like, well, we don't have this, we don't have this indoctrinated audience that people are emailing their lists, telling them to buy our thing. But then we're trying to copy what they're doing. So it's, it's a dangerous thing. If you would like to work with us and our team to help you snap up more sales and incredible clients with a stellar marketing strategy that works, go to adaptivemembership.com and sign up for our wait list. We have a limited number of spots in our exclusive program to set you up for success and take action. We're waiting for you at adaptivemembership.com.